0: Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Magic podcast, and I'm your host, Jillian White. Your white witch, sorta, of, kind of. <laughs> Throughout my 20 years of teaching in the spiritual world, I have noticed that people often move through life on autopilot, going through the motions with each day passing like the other, missing the gifts, existing and not living. For this podcast, my intention is to lead you to hear the whispers of your soul and trust some messages from the stars it is a blessed time to savor your life to fall in love with life itself and to embody magic with every step you take well hello welcome alicia thank you jillian thanks for having me here We're doing something a little bit different today on my podcast. I thought we'd have a conversation with my dear, dear, dear friend, Alicia, but also my colleague. We teach soul coaching together and our soul inspired life training that we do, or classes. Uh, So let me formally introduce you to my dear friend, Dr. Alicia Alibi, Thank who you. is, I have to look through your um, bio here, you're a social <laughs> psychologist, soul coaching practitioner trainer, like me, past life coach, like me, Reiki master teacher, you're the best, uh, bachelor's, master's, and PhD degrees in psychology, holy shipples, Alicia, you are so wise, <laughs> this is why I love working with you, but you do crystal work, you do, well, you are my essential oil, guru you are my master that i always go to but what is it that you don't do
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, thank you so much for your kind words
0: (laughs) well i just i really i just really appreciate you and value you and your wisdom and i feel honored that i get to work with you often So I wanted to, we thought we'd talk about today and because we are doing a soul coaching training coming up, we're obviously having a lot of conversations around soul coaching and there's a lot of great topics around it. And we were just talking about turning points recently, things that really changed our lives. And well, let me tell you what turning point is. So it is at these points when we make these decisions or judgments that in no small way dictate the rest of our lives. Sometimes these decisions are empowering But sometimes not so much. And so we explore these turning points. And if you discover something that's not empowering, you have the opportunity to release it, release the hold it has on your life. That's what we do with soul coaching and exploring the turning points. But I do have a positive turning point that I was thinking about. A huge turning point in my life was actually meeting you, Alicia. And We actually didn't take the training together uh, in Soul Coaching with Denise Lynn. I just heard of this beautiful, I had all these people tell me, oh, there's this beautiful brown lady like you. They called us brown ladies. (laughs) 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 Kind of funny. (laughs) But, you know, it it piqued my interest because there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me doing the work that I did in the spiritual metaphysical world. And I felt like a lone wolf. And I'm like, oh, who is this? So I looked you up and reached out and said, hey, do you want to meet for tea? And we met for tea. And we had the most wonderful conversation, talked about what it was like to be brown ladies in this work. (laughs) And um, then we decided to say, okay, well, when do you hold your classes? So we weren't in competition, not that we were competing. And then we kept our prices very similar and it, it was a turning point in the way that I'm like, this is what it's like to have a healthy relationship with a woman and actually to be seen and heard. Cause I grew up in a very all white neighborhood and I didn't have a lot of people that looked like me. And so it was such a gift to have a friend that looked like me, but also had the same interests in me and a very kind hearted human being. I don't know. You were a massive turning point in my life and I'm so grateful for you a positive empowering one
1: (laughs) that I (laughs) savor oh thank you so much and you know and that it is true that these positive turning points can be so powerful and this is such a great example is when you meet someone who you know impacts your life in such a powerful and positive and wonderful way because so often you know these days you know you see there's there's so much like competition and there's a lot of, you know like there's a lot of like you know and meanness and stuff and and so i'm so grateful that you know we can work we work together we can support each other and that's it's such a beautiful example of how a relationship can be such a beautiful positive turning point um and i hope i hope the listeners can think of those same kind of people in their life who've been positive turning points right i mean there's also there's also the people who could be negative turning points too in people's lives Right, there's both. Oh, I do have that story too, actually,
0: which probably why I appreciate my positive experience with you so much more. There was this point in my life when I was just before high school, I believe it was grade nine, and I didn't fit in because, again, I was an outsider, I didn't look like everybody else. I'm of I'm my family, my mom and dad, it's a mixed interracial relationship, and so that wasn't always. Um, Well received. (laughs) So there was a group of girls that sort of welcomed me in, kind of. um, But I wasn't always included. And I really wanted to fit in. And one time I was invited to their house, such a big deal. And when they invited me over they decided to do a makeover on me and I was extremely excited because I didn't tend to get a lot of attention from anyone and to be the center of the attention was huge. And at the time, if you believe it, I'm such a shy, quiet girl. And as they're doing this makeover, I'm feeling really great. They're brushing my hair, putting makeup on me. And then it, it dawned on me, it became very clear that it wasn't a makeover. It was a make under. And they started making fun of me and then they topped it off by putting a nylon over my head and instead of sticking up for myself because I was taught to you know you not to rock the boat more than you have to because we already do by just how we look um get too much attention just because of that not in the positive way so I was quiet and I started laughing with them ha 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 And when I left, I was crushed and it still bothers it still upsets me and I left and I cried the whole way home. But when I reflect back on it, and this is because of soul coaching, I went back to this turning point that really held such a negative energy for me. And when I looked at back at it, I said, oh, but that's interesting. Uh, By the time I got to my house, I made a decision that I will never let anyone treat me that way. And the next day, my mom says, it's like I changed overnight. I started using my voice more and I started dressing a little more I'm proud of how I dressed and standing taller and it's amazing I still I will never ever allow anyone to treat me that way and um and now I really value um, real positive relationships like you so in the end what was a negative turning point ended up being a very positive one cuz I just changed the way I looked at it I overtalked here
1: I should, I'm you here <laughs> <laughs> but that's so powerful Jillian and you know I know so many people can relate to that, to being treated that way or to that feeling. And I love that it was something that could be turned into such a positive. Was it for you a negative experience that turned into something so positive? And I can think of similar examples where, you know, such a negative, you know, hurtful experience can be turned into something so positive. And, you know, I'll, I'll share an example, too, of how a positive turning, turning points can also be, you know, um, even something like a a great experience can actually change your life in a completely different trajectory Mm -hmm. too. right? Right. Um, but, but I do have to really honor what you shared because I can really, when you share that, I feel what you felt in similar experiences that I have had to. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's, it's and like you know, sometimes they're hard to share, but they're so powerful when you look back at where it's, wh- how, what it's created today for you, right?
0: Well, and that's the thing, it's looking back and what, when I used to look back at it, it really hurt me and angered me. But now I look at back at and I think, Wow. I'm so grateful for that shift in my life. You know, I needed those bitches. <laughs> yeah. And I'm grateful for them. <laughs> <laughs> because I really love the person I am. And I learned to really use my voice and stand in my power and, and take pride in how i look. Yeah. Very yeah. fascinating, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. And I just love that so much. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's from such a, you know something so painful that something so beautiful can come from it um I just I love that that's
0: so true yeah. about life life in the same moment can be quite ugly but quite yeah. beautiful you can yeah. be really sad but yet really grateful at the same
1: moment yeah yeah oh I just love this topic of turning point <laughs> so good so juicy as we say right so good um you know so for me, you know, one of the things that I think about is the, the soul coaching training itself. When, when I went, I I went in 2009 to train at, with Denise Lynn, when did you go? Was it? I think it was a year after you. Yeah. Yeah. So as, as you shared, we, we, we trained separately, but I'm really glad we found each other at the end of it all. Um, but so in 2009, um, I had also just graduated with my PhD that same year in 2009. So I was a psychologist. I, but I knew that there was something more. I knew there was something more, but I didn't know what. And I happened to see Denise speak on stage at a, at a Hay House conference I went to. And I thought, you know, and this was while I was in grad school. And I thought, you know, one day when it works, I want to go train with Denise Lynn because there's something there for me. And then it never happened until the same year I graduated with my PhD. And later that year, she had a training in California at her home for the soul coaching certification. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go do it. And so that training was such a profound and positive experience for me. And um, it was the, the group was beautiful. The, the work, the soul coaching work is so powerful and just being there and being able to connect deeper with my soul through the work we were learning, but also I was being certified to be a soul coach myself, but there was so much personal growth in that just for me, in addition to all the tools we learned to become a certified soul coaching practitioner. But what was the turning point? So it was such a positive experience, but I was coming with these years of how much money has been put into becoming a psychologist? My graduate wow. supervisor, she put nine years into me expecting I was going to be a university professor and following <sighs> her path. My family, wow. you know, oh. <laughs> Dr. Alicia is gonna be a, she's gonna be the psychologist in our family. And I'm sitting there thinking, um, so the turning point for me in that training was the gift of realizing that although I had all these external expectations of who I was or should be and what I should do with my life, the gift of that was hearing my soul. And it was such a big turning point in realizing that even though I had this traditional training and education, that I it gave me the courage to walk a different path that was my own path. So wow. I was still able to Beautifully bring my other training into the work I do, but it allowed me to let go of the guilt, especially of not pleasing everybody else. And, and my, of course, my family's always been so supportive, yeah. so I've been really grateful. But I knew, like, I mean, they thought I was going to be something else. Um, but you know, especially the people at the university who you know put their you know, had their visions and hopes for what I was going to carry on in their field. And and so that was a really positive turning point for me. And I share this because I know there's other people in, you know, that you 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 think you're on the path you're supposed to be, or you're doing it because you think you have to, or you're doing it, you know, for whatever other external expectations there are, but it, maybe it's not fully calling your heart and your soul. And that was such a profound turning point for me for now. How many, what is it? How many years later? Twelve 13, 13 years, 13 yeah, years, yeah, yeah. Um, being able to practice as a soul coaching practitioner um, has just changed. I know my life, and and from what some of my clients have shared, their lives too. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't had that experience, um, that powerful turning point. Wow, I got
0: chills, and I actually didn't know all that about. I didn't know all of your story after all these years. <laughs> My oh, goodness, what a leap of faith that was for you. And um, and that is why I love this work because it really is about connecting with your soul and hearing that truth and be willing to make those powerful decisions that catapults you onto a new path that resonates and and um and just vibrates with what your soul calling is. I mean, I feel like there's no wrong path, um, but there's one path that's a little bit rockier and a little harder, maybe a little sadder (laughs) because it didn't um, vibrate with your soul's calling. So yeah, these turning points are massive. I mean, I'm sure lots of people can think about many of them, and like you, soul coaching too was a huge turning point in my life. And it was by accident. I only knew Denise actually as a feng shui um, teacher. I had all her feng shui books. I'm a feng shui practitioner. And this is before I knew of Denise, but I got her books. And I'm like, oh, this really resonates with me. And I had her on my vision board and <laughs> for her sacred space book. And my husband was trying to think what to get me for Mother's Day one year. <laughs> and guess what? He called. Denise answered. And he's having this conversation with Denise personally. And then, um, or was it wasn't Meadow. It might have been Meadow, his, her daughter, but either way, he was in contact with the, them directly. And they put it together. And I opened it up. And I was going to California for soul coaching. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <Is> that <functional? laughs> and off I went, not knowing what I was taking. And it transformed my life. So I was already doing this work, but not soul coaching. I was doing metaphysical work from healing work and um, feng shui, but I was always one-on-one work. Um, it was, you know, going to people's homes. And then after I left there, I felt inspired to teach in groups, and which is huge for me because I had such a fear in speaking in public. And well, here I am, fast forward. And that's all I do is group work and speaking in public. And now I have a podcast. And my last sister circle, or it was a witch circle that I was hosting in Banff Wellness there. And it had 80 people there. So it's just, it, it really transformed my life business wise, but also that confidence, my own confidence within myself. So, yeah, these turning points, so juicy. They're juicy points in life. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just adding to that about transforming your business, I couldn't agree more. You know, if I didn't have the soul coaching certification training, what I thought would be my own small practice of metaphysical work would not have a lot of tools in its toolbox, You know, soul coaching has is so, you know, from vision boards to spirit sticks, to card readings, to space clearing, to to clutter clearing, like there's so many elements of soul coaching. And like you said, group work, individual work. I would have primarily just still be doing Reiki, which was not enough to run my metaphysical business coming out of psychology. Reiki on its own is amazing, but it wasn't enough, and so that was another big. I have to, I just had to add to that because you're so right about the turning point for the for my business, for your business, for my business. Huge. Yeah.
0: So huge! I love it. Here we are. I'm like, in the end, I'm like, this won't be a sales video, but how can it not be? Because. Oh. <laughs> It is the foundation of what we do. It It really became a strong foundation in all that we do and really an eye-opener and a way for us to connect with our soul even more. And I and now I can almost I can really pinpoint those turning points that are coming up. I actually probably can even plan them now. I just decide, yes, this is going to be a turning point in my life. So be it. And so
1: it is. (laughs) Love that.
0: Oh, well, that was a good conversation. I think we should do this again, where we chat other other favorite topics in our soul coaching world.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. I love it. Well, Alicia, I'm grateful for
0: the turning point of meeting you. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am to have a healthy relationship with a brown friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. I completely feel the same way. I'm so grateful. <laughs> grateful for all those clients that kept telling me
0: Jesus this beautiful brown lady just like you in the north (laughs) (laughs) that brings me joy (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll talk again sounds great thank 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 you you. big love blessed be in closing I thought I'd leave you with one of our turning point activities in our soul coaching training Take time today to think about your past and locate one of the turning points. Write the emotions that you felt during the pivotal time, and also write the decision that you made about yourself or about life based on the moment. It doesn't necessarily need to be a traumatic event. Sometimes, seemingly, small events can have an enormous effect on your life. Thank you for joining me, my magical friends. Our circle is open, but unbroken. Merry meet, merry part, merry meet again. Blessed be.